I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Bitch, bitch, bitches, leave. Team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. It's summer movie season, and we're cooking with gas. How are you, Ryan? I am good, and that was a seamless intro. It I'm was. happy whenever we land the movies thing. The movies. Why have your mic turned down though? It's been a big week. I know everyone's wondering: Did they see Barbie? Did they see Oppenheimer? The answer is. No, we saw the new Apple Plus original, The Beanie Bubble, <laughs> the movie everyone just can't stop talking about. Classic Us. <laughs> I, I wanted to see Barbie. I, well, Oppenheimer insists on itself. I don't see myself ever watching that. But Funny. Christopher Nolan's the most overrated guy in Hollywood. And that being said, I tried to get Barbie tickets because I love Greta Gerwig and I love Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie. And yeah. it was sold out or only bad seats left everywhere. This movie's like a legitimate phenomenon. It's like a huge, huge hit. And I we know why. The marketing was crazy. Yeah. And yeah, it's making like breaking all sorts of records. It had a ninety-five million dollar second weekend. Or that's what it's in the middle of right now, which is like the biggest second weekend for a movie ever. Like this is the highest gross. It's making ninety five million right now. Yeah, over this weekend. And they haven't even added today or tomorrow or they can they can tell by Friday what it's gonna make over the weekend somehow and they've extrapolated. Right. That already. I still don't understand how that works, but it's a thing. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's biggest movie of the year, like by miles. It's poor Mission Impossible. They might like not release the second one. It's doing so poorly in the wake of everyone just seeing Barbie and Oppenheimer. And uh, they're going to take the wrong lesson from this. As we've discussed, they have a whole slew of toy movies coming out including Rock'em Sock'em Robots with Vin Diesel as a producer slash potential star. What I'm curious about is is how much of a Mattel universe are we looking at here? Barbie's Mattel, is Rock'em Sock'em Robots under that umbrella as well? It is. Okay, so it's not just all toy movies. It's, it's, it's literally like everything they've got. They're making an Uno movie based on their card game. They should make a fucking Uno's movie. You ah, know what I mean? Fuck yeah. Ah. <laughs> but yeah, like what is... That's the second week in a row we've, re- we've mentioned Pizzeria Uno, by the way, just as a heads up. <laughs> We're going to keep it rolling. <laughs> We're in the Uno's corner. <laughs> Delicious. They do have some good apps. But yeah, like that'll probably be a horror movie. About like, whoa, don't pull the fucking refresh card. Or I don't remember how to play Uno. I don't think I've ever played Uno. It's just, we have the Polly Pocket, Lena Dunham movie. I'm going to queue up the list here. The list is like shocking. The J.J. Abrams Hot Wheels movie. It's a fucking death knell. <laughs> Superhero movies are over and now we have a bunch of toy movies to look forward to. Wait, wait. Did you say Lena Dunham is doing a Polly Pocket movie i sure did like she is Polly pocket and no she's uh directing this passion project okay i believe the babe who plays uh emily in emily in paris 
will be playing the titular role of Polly Pocket. What's her name again? Um, Pamela Admon. <laughs> hey, man. I'm coming back to do the King of the Hill reboot. I've, I've seen every episode of Emily in Paris. What do you think? I think that's shocking. And not Oppenheimer or Bobby. <laughs> You've seen all two to three seasons of Emily in Paris? I think so. Lucy watched it, and I okay. think I watched a bit of it by myself, too, for no reason at all. By a bit, I hope you mean like a season and a half. Yeah, but we're not going to do the Barbie review this week because I'm seeing it tomorrow with Lucy, and uh, Rion is going to join us for that because he is a big Ryan Gosling guy and yes. a huge feminist and is very outspoken about both. So we're looking forward to that take. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And I might sneak in Oppenheimer in you got between it, yeah. this and next episode too, and maybe we'll do a whole thing. You guys talking about Oppenheimer while I just leave? <laughs> you just like I'll go upstairs and like shave or something. Come back, you you'll be done. It'll be perfect. Funny. Um, and I I was hoping it would come out in time. We're on the edge of the release of the Saw X trailer. They're keeping us waiting. I'm so mad it's not out. Yes. They did release a picture of Billy the Puppet, and he's looking terrific. He's still on his bike. He's got his suit, all dapper. I love that the Chris Rock one was so shitty. They're like, okay, bring back Jigsaw, bring back the puppet, bring back the voice. We heard enough. Scotty hated the new voice. And I think this new one's on the right track. Also, this poster looks kind of creepy. Let's have a look. Some guy with like some sort of an X-shaped device attached to his eyeballs. Very cool stuff. I think they're going to like unleash some sort of creature in there. I certainly hope so. Yes. And the writer's strike is still going on. And it's Oh, these start- movies don't require writers. They're good. <laughs> Truly. But it's starting to have some real consequences. The Gran Turismo movie has been <laughs> delayed by two weeks. <laughs> and I love how they're like framing this like, oh... Our actors can't go promote this, so we're going to delay it. It's like, that's not the problem with this movie. No one's going to see it no matter when it comes out. I don't even know what they're doing with this movie. David Harbour was getting his uh, award speeches all queued up, too, getting ready to like have a couple of cocktails and just start guffawing about bullies. <laughs> Him winning Best Actor for Gran Turismo. Him and Orlando Bloom. Do you think they ever have a dick measuring contest? We know Orlando's packing like eight and a half. No doubt. I feel like David Harbour's got a Hogan. If anybody has intel on that, please write in uh, enough the podcast at Gmail. We need to know. Huge cock. And uh, Beyond the Spider-Verse has been delayed indefinitely, which sounds pretty serious. Mm. When they throw out the word indefinitely, it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, indefinitely. That's the multiverse animated sequel. Third yes. one, I should say. Yeah. Okay. Like, and the second one, which might even still be in theaters now, uh has a huge cliffhanger ending. The Why? third one was supposed to come out like six months from now, but then I guess the animation's taken forever, and now all the strikes, they're just like putting Aren't it on ice. animators on strike? Maybe? Probably they'll have to be, right? I was reading some article online about people like thinking letterboxed, writing a letterbox review is scabbing. <laughs> it's so like, funny. hey guys, we're not that involved. It's cool. Keep writing them. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Someone reading my review of Transformers Rise of the Beast. They're like, look at this fucking scab. How fucking dare you fire up your letterbox? You fucking maniac. But they had a, there's a bunch of celebrities popping by the picket lines. You see that Jason Momoa donated a bunch of water to support his fellow actors. That's nice of him. 
And I thought that was fun because he's Aquaman. He showed up with a bunch of water. Mm. I think all... Oh, I didn't even think... I didn't even make the connection because I was too busy not liking him. <laughs> all people who play superheroes should show up with like their power to help everybody out. The Rock shows up with a bunch of Tramana and fucking Lightning or whatever Black Adam's superpower was. I was going to say The Rock shows up with a bank account with a negative balance. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, yeah. He... Speaking of, he donated some like historic figure to this whole thing, and they didn't even say the number, which reminded me of that episode of Curb. But yeah, he donated like millions of dollars to the cause, and I'm, I'm trying to think of a way to make him sound like an asshole for doing this, because I don't like The Rock, but I haven't figured it out yet. I think I had a couple of people asking me. My friend Mike from Florida reached out like, see, now you got to apologize to The Rock. He's doing nice stuff. I was like, I don't, though. Um, mm. He's still a shill. This is entirely optics-based. He had a bad year. He wants people to think he's a good guy. I, I hate him. This is not real. He's a, he's a fucking AI scripted fucking dud. <laughs> he does have the AI from Mission Impossible just like charting out the rest of his career. It's like, you need to do this and then this. Mm. I Yeah, that's a good take. I'm glad we're still here hating The Rock, even though he's doing like wildly likable stuff. I'm into it. I'm still out. I wonder what Thank we would God. be like if we met him. Do you think we would be nice and cordial and kiss his ass? I'm going to say God. yes. A couple mm. of phony balonies. Me sticking to my guns, looking him dead in the eyes, being like, Hobbs and Shaw ate shit. Get out of my I'd be very side. proud of you. <laughs> I know. That'd be sick if I could pull off such a thing. Um, I have a reveal. Tell me. Slight one. Mm. I'm a fish guy now. Like P-H-I-S-H? -H? Oh, yeah. Wow, like I the was, band? I was really hoping it was just going to be like... What do you think? Regular fish. I wrote that as my top note. <laughs> I'm a fish guy now. I don't know what to make of that. How real is this? I don't know. It's hard <laughs> for me to tell. I, I spent about two years thinking I hated ketchup, so we'll never know. What, did you hear a song and you were like vibing? Like Farmhouse or whatever their big <laughs> their big cut is. You were jamming out to Farmhouse? Beep, 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 beep. Is that what you're telling me? Is that no good? I think I need to call the the CBD store where you get your stuff and say, I think they made a mistake and gave you that gas. Oh, you think they, they fucked up and gave me real stuff instead? Uh, That's funny. That was good. He's like, in. yeah, here you go. I, got, <laughs> I sent out that real jazz. It'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> that farmhouse. This is uh, bad. No good? I don't like fish. Or any jam band really doesn't huge cut doesn't do it for me. I'd never heard them before. I just assumed they'd be something I'm not into, but I'm I'm digging this. This is fucked up. No good. <laughs> this is so unexpected. <clears throat> me like chilling in the front row, only sober guy with for within a hundred miles of a fish show. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the show. Just elbowing all the chill. <laughs> fucks i thought that was kind of funny also while we're on the subject of christopher nolan did you see that he said his favorite movie or one of his favorite movies is talladega nights mm, i did see that what do you think about that I mean, even uh even someone as serious and intense as him yeah he's he likes a nice comedy i like when someone will reveal something like that when wes anderson's like yeah i watch fucking schindler's list love island or <laughs> whatever goofy shit everybody watches that's like when people listen to us they're waiting for me to reveal the embarrassing terrible stuff that i'm now interested in yeah 
But yeah, I don't know. Christopher Nolan's great. I'm just joking when I say he's overrated, aren't I? Once again, I have no idea. Fuck. Um, Did you see that Ryan Reynolds is bringing back Elf? Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. Are you fucking kidding me? And it seems like that's in his lane to be Elf. I didn't dig that deeply because I was trying not to upset myself. Mm. But I know there may be coming, or there may be an Elf universe on the way. And that gives me pause. Because I don't remember that show mattering. And Ryan Reynolds is a dud maker. I love that he's just on, he's just dead set on ruining everything. So let me get my mitts on that. How about instead of using like the original voice for Alf, I'll voice Alf and Mm. he'll be all quippy and sardonic. It'll basically be like me playing Deadpool. Which is wow. all that I do anymore. Isn't this weird? Or whatever your your Ryan Reynolds voice. Yeah, it's I I was never an elf guy, so I can't really get mad in that way. But I mean I'm mad in general that mm. it's happening. Was Alf in like was it above or ahead of our time? I can't even remember the years in which it aired. Yeah, I think a smidge ahead of us. People a little older than us are probably Alf heads. Mm. Can I take you to the sports corner before you I could. forget? All right, cool. I would love that, quite frankly. I'm going to take a second here to get my dick out. Okay. Oh, yeah, let me get mine out. All right, <clears throat> unzip it. All right, men. Dick out. Welcome to the sports corner, men. Get him out. It's out. LeBron James' son had a heart attack, <laughs> and Aaron Hernandez's brother got into a fight with police and asked them to shoot him and take his life, and they tasered him instead. And that's it. And uh, those are the no- hot top sports stories of the week. And, uh, and uh, just put them away. I think LeBron's son had a heart attack when he watched Space Jam Legacy. <laughs> they left that out of the headline. <laughs> that's the real story. Oh, man, my son. I forgot I made this. Do you think um, Tony Bennett from Heaven and LeBron would be like on the court to help give CPR to his dying son? The sports corner. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I do. Tony H- Bennett swooped down from heaven and sure. helped keep him alive? Sure he did. Awesome. He's a class act. He was probably crooning while he did so. Speaking of heaven, it was Philip Seymour Hoffman's birthday this week. Fuck. What a pro. And every time people, it's his like birthday or death day, they post a bunch of stuff. What a worker. He had a lot of, lot of hits, yeah. I love that scene from Punch Drunk Love where he's on the phone with Adam Sandler and they're swearing at each other. That's probably one of his better scenes, I think. My favorite, I think my top five with him are mostly from Happiness. Phenomenal. Top five scenes, that is. I like the, anything he did in Lebowski was perfect. Boogie Nights, he was perfect. Marvelous. The Savages, he was perfect. Yeah. Ooh, that's one people forget about. I love the Savages. The only movie I don't think he works in is uh, Along Came Polly, and that's because the role was written for Jack Black. It's a Jack Black role. He makes the best of that movie. He makes that movie, like, watchable. And it it really isn't otherwise. It just to me it didn't feel as authentic. He's not mm. as goofy. He's either like going to be a like a nebbishy nerd or like a stuck up asshole or like a kind of an incel. Like he's got a whole or like a he can kind the of way he is in the master. He kind of do anything, but yeah. for whatever reason that just felt very much like Jack Black's part. Yeah, because that was when Jack Black was just doing that in every movie, and he's the best at it. Pretty much. I got to mention to the fans, you gifted me with a Toretto work shirt. Wow. Earlier today. 
and uh, I'm pretty floored by it, quite frankly. It's it's fueling me. I feel like tougher and cooler wearing it. You got to drive really fast if you're wearing that shirt. Yeah, I got to get under the hood outside and just like, you know, wrench some stuff around. We're mm. going like, oh, hey. I have my Toretto's garage tank top on. So we're both rocking official Fast and the Furious Toretto related merchandise. Do you think we should rebrand the Chill Zone as like Toretto's garage? Um, only if you want to let me get drunk and drive my car into it. I do, as a matter of fact. If I can bash my way through, even though we're underground right now. Letty, I can't believe you let Brian get shit-faced and drive the car through the garage. He was supposed to be watching the kids. Is he alive again? He is in still this... canonically alive. Yeah, they the haven't scene. announced his death. <laughs> Despite that, like, sad montage of CGI Brian at the end of Fast 7 that makes yes. you cry. Mm-hmm. It's one of the greatest endings in movie history. I'm not kidding when I say that. Did you see that Obama's chef drowned in Martha's Vineyard? Uh, yes. Do yes, you, I did. Do you think that he was perhaps making a dinner for Obama and Bruce Springsteen when he passed away? Uh, yes. I was... <laughs> hey, Barack, my man! Uh, I'm, I'm hungry, Bruce. Uh, oh, man. What, are we cooking up some hot dogs and baseball gloves for dinner? Yes, that that's a good old American uh, luncheon. Yeah, that sounds man. good. I'm that's wetting my appetite. Hold on, I got a guy. Let me uh, let me oh, send man. him on a perilous journey to to go cook these for us. That sounds good. I hope he doesn't drown on the way to the grill. That would be a tragedy. Fire up those burgers and American flag hot dogs, and I'll roll them all up inside of an apple pie. God damn! American Eagle flew me here. I think you should. American be... Eagle and die. <laughs> uh, I think you should be president. You'd be better than me. Yeah, man, that'd be a good deal, and I don't really have any more bits to do this. I just thought that the American food items was funny, and that's, that's it. Uh, all right, that's fine. Our uh, podcast is insufferable. Uh, have a goop. <laughs> all right, later, man. <laughs> uh, I think uh, that Toretto work shirt looks great. Oops. Did you and, read uh, have Barack Obama's summer flicks or, or summer books and summer playlist? I did. He doesn't have great taste. <laughs> Everything I saw, I was just saying, yeah, this looks pretty cookie cutter. And I'm, uh, settling in for they cloned Tyrone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thought John Boyoga was terrific. Have you watched that yet? I thought it looked bad. I actually I started it and thought it was interesting, and I'm going to finish it. But right. I was very tired when I started. Mm, I'll give it a whirl. I watch everything eventually, but that just didn't grab me. This is on Netflix, and I know Rion watched this, so we'll pro- we'll watch it, and then we'll talk about it next week. When we're doing the whole thing. They clone Tyrone, Netflix original. Starring Jamie Foxx. And I guess he's not dying anymore, which is not funny, but I, good. I think he's back. Yeah, he's backish. Good. He's dope. Bleh. Pardon me. Fuck you. Uh, this is my top story of the week. Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard let their children drink non-alcoholic beer. There's two Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard stories this, this week. There's that and then, then them sleeping in the Logan Airport. Oh, hey, we slept in the Logan Airport. <laughs> you I, sound remarkably I, like Pete Davidson. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Oh, I fucking kind of sound like Pete Davidson. Just a couple of tall, cool guy geeks. <laughs> yeah, just a couple of gangly sidecars. Hey, dude. Yeah, they they mentioned, and I actually saw Kristen Bell talk about this on a talk show. Might have been the Today Show, or I'm sorry, um, whatever iteration of Kathy Lee and Hoda there is now, or whatever, with Kelly Ripa. Mm. Um, Cod's spinning around in his chair, furious right now that I'm not remembering mm-hmm. the morning shows. She was like, yeah, well, you know, Dax is sober. And like when he was 
we used to go on walks and like the baby would sometimes lick the bottle and like so now we just let them have non-alcoholic beers just a very i don't think it's like good or bad it's just a weird behavior i think it's kind of fun they're just wacky i'm a non-alcoholic beer guy every now and again it's funny to have one let's pop some oduls seems like a waste of calories though really someone offers me one i'll have it but they they should make non-alcoholic white claws for me it's like those are just (laughs) just just juice juice. yeah Uh, they do i got one right here it's a capri sun (laughs) delicious it'd be funny to rebrand such a thing like that but yeah i thought that was fun people are upset about that because people like to get upset about anything them sleeping in the airport is funny too because i guess they had a flight into boston and all they claim all the hotels within 50 miles are sold out Mm. not possible first of all second of all you're you're both big celebrities Mm. At that point, just like go to Hanscom Air Force Base and grab a private jet, private jet, private jet, private jet, and get out. Yeah, like you don't need to sleep in the airport performatively. That's weird. Yeah, you guys did like couples commercials. You should yes. have all the dough in the world. Like that House of Lies dough, that yeah. uh, fucking Parenthood dough. That dough. They both. That's two big shows that are. I don't. You can't say syndication for Showtime, but they did what six seasons. And a movie? Community Bits. Wait, was there a, Oh, okay. You're joking. He's in. Community Bits for, for Monty. He's a big community head. Uh, Donald and Stephen Glover are set to write the upcoming Star Wars Lando series. Um, er. Who on earth is Stephen Glover? Donald's brother. I imagine that, but like, has he done other stuff? They, he wrote the bulk of the series Atlanta-wise. I guess they're like okay. a writing duo. Okay, okay. But uh, that's, I think this might be good, the fact that they're writing it and not some like Disney plus AI sidecar. Like, I'll watch it, yeah. I hope this is just like Atlanta, but mm-hmm. set in fucking Tatooine or whatever the fuck. I um, thought or, Atlanta, the most recent season of Atlanta was better. It, it, it kind of ebbed and flowed, but on the whole, it was solid. Yeah. I liked, I've liked a lot of this. They need a few more... I like all the Brian Tyree Henry centric episodes, and I wish they did more with that. Because mm. for whatever reason, they they did enough of it, but not. I don't know. The the like we've we've discussed already the standalone episodes where it's a character that's not really on the show or it's a different time period. Those aren't really my favorite. Mm. He should be on Lando as like Jabba, or some <laughs> other fat side. That was cheap. Sorry, BT. I loved the first season of The Mandalorian, and I actually, jokingly or famously, whatever, actually don't like any of the other Star Wars. And I thought Mm. the first and even the second season of The Mandalorian were just really, really good. Mm. I thought the third season was rough. I'm just tired of all of it. That and Marvel, they're both running on fumes, and they need like a, a whole new, they need a restart, like a reboot. Yes. One of the re's. Uh, Peacock announced they lost $1.36 billion this year and expect to lose $3 billion next year. How's that happening? I saw this and was like, is this good? Why don't you shut it down if you're losing billions of dollars? I don't get how anything works, but I really don't get how streaming works. Are you telling me that all that based on a true story dough roaring in after everybody fell in love with that Messina gem (laughs) isn't going to save them and keep them afloat? They're probably just saying this because uh, of the writer and actor strike. <laughs> They're like, we just lost $3 billion on Peacock. We we got nothing. It's all gone. I don't believe them at all. I, I imagine either. that's a tax ploy. There's no fucking way. They I mean, have the entire Bravo universe, all those dumb syndicated shows that everyone beats the shit out of watching, myself included. 
Yeah. And streamer-wise, now that they kind of stopped coming out with new ones, if you look, like Peacock has some decent stuff, especially yeah. new movie-wise. Fast X just plopped onto there the other day. You can watch that. Fucking hot turkey in your Toretto work shirt if you're wow. lucky enough to have one. I spend a decent amount of my viewing time on uh, Peacock. Mm. Even after finishing Vanderpump, like I said, we I'll talk about it in reviews. That Messina show, um, not your everyday story or whatever the fuck. It's called Based on a True Story, is, yeah. I think. I, I, it's stupid, but I had fun with it. It's yeah. one of those. I heard good things. But yeah, like Peacock, it's universal. It has all their stuff, which, you know, they have some good stuff every now and then. Mm. So, I don't know. Speaking of the strike, did you see that Joe Biden told everybody that he's not going to fundraise in Los Angeles until the strike is resolved? Oh, come on, man. Hey, man, I'm not going to do it. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm not going to film my cameo in Deadpool 3 until everybody figures this out. Okay? His son's going to smoke all the crack in LA <laughs> in solidarity with the writers. <laughs> Me and Hunter are doing a scene with Black Adam in Deadpool 3. It's going to be great. It's going to be real fun. If Biden gets reelected, he will be 84 years old when he, when he <laughs> leaves the presidency. That is so old. I'm sorry, 86. Oh, come on, man. 86. I did the math wrong. That's hilarious. How's that grab you? Hilariously old. Most people aren't even coherent at that age. No. So good luck. I'm barely coherent now. I can't imagine being 86 <laughs> oh, and boy. Like running the world. He's I'm just the like, president. Hey, hey man. <laughs> Um, if you want to do the Obama voice again, I'm, I'm leaving the window open for you. Uh, Joe. Uh, hey, Joe. Uh, I'm here to bail you out. Too old. Way my, too old. My Obama stinks. Uh, and speaking of like unbelievably old people, uh, they brought Ellen Burstyn back for the new Wood. Exorcist re <laughs> requel. Oh, no, this is a legacy sequel. That's what they call it. Like the most recent Halloween series. Mm-hmm. Where they, it's like a sequel to the first one, and they ignore the others. I just did a little eye clench. Like this movie, who even remembers that Ellen Burstyn played the mother in The Exorcist? No one. Like, Not me. I'm the kind of person who will remember that, and I don't remember. I can't imagine who's seeing this trailer like, whoa, the mom from The Exorcist is back. And like, there's a new exorcism to be done. This I wonder trailer, if Ellen Burstyn's in Cod, sorry, is in Cod's Binder. <laughs> I think she might be even too old for Cod's Binder. Mm. For friends of the show, Cod is a fan of older gals and has a uh, make-believe binder full of babes. Mm. But yeah, The Exorcist Believer, which is also done by the guy who did the most three recent Halloween movies, I think it looks bad. David Gordon Green? Yes. Okay. Is McBride attached at all? He probably like ghost wrote it because they do everything together. I was going to say, he's popping up all over the place. He's, he produced something else I watched the other day. I he can't used, remember what it was. He used to be really good. Like he did Pineapple Express and some like cool indies before that. I don't know. His Halloween movies ended up being a huge wash. Halloween Ends is just the biggest turkey ever. We Loved did a it. review of it probably like a year and a half ago. And did not love it. Um <laughs> Check my letterbox if you don't believe me. Fuck. Ankner, I think, on there. But now he's just like in this space where he's rebooting all these old horror franchises and seemingly doing nothing cool with them. Mm. I don't know. You're out? I think McBride, I was, me and Rion were talking about this the other day. I feel like McBride's kind of a genius. And I think people look at him like he's this dumb one-note guy because in a lot of the stuff that he does, like for example, like Eastbound and Down and Gemstones, he's kind of the same guy. Mm. I'd even go as far as say Vice Principals. Yeah. But I love that guy. It's and I get guy. a huge kick out of it. And I think his writing is good. And I, I think 
behind the camera, he's getting a lot accomplished. Like projects exist because of him. He is like a one of a kind guy. I, I'm personally a big fan. I think yeah. he's like hilarious, even though I don't love Righteous Gemstones. And I don't love his behind the camera work, like writing these Halloween movies and stuff. But I think him as a guy is like hilarious mm. and a fucking all timer. And Eastbound and Down is one of the great shows. So good. That's ever been. But yeah, I'm not excited about The Exorcist Colon Believer, which is a bad title. Not a great title, no. And like, I don't know if you saw the trailer. It's not worth doing a whole corner for. But it's just like, you're coming back after all these years and this is what you got? It's like, someone's possessed. I just hate exorcism stuff also. It's never interesting. It's just an excuse for someone to like overact and be like scream at the top of their lungs and wiggle around. Well, I can't think like, of a good one. Yeah, everyone's like, "Oh my god!" It's like this sucks. Get the fuck out of here. You're not a big exorcism of Emily Rose guy. I am not. Although I thought the woman who played Dexter's sister was actually pretty good in it. I'm eating my words. What's her name again? Carpenter. Jennifer Carpenter nailed it. Good pull. Hell yeah. But Wood. I'm, I'm putting exorcisms in the obits real quick while no one's paying attention. I have a few other things to put in the obits, actually. One of them is an actual dead person. Hit me. Friend of the show, Sinead O'Connor, is dead at 56. Fuck. Apparently she's been in and out of the mental health institute institutions-ing for the past few years. This is her cut? So, yeah. This is like her number one. Fuck. You don't remember this? I do now. You it's know coming it. back to me. It's a cut. Remember when she had like a meltdown on SNL or something? She tore up a picture of the Pope. It's a pretty cool move. In hindsight, it's, she wasn't wrong. Catholic Church was a nightmare at that time. I'd like, like to go on. No big deal. I'd like to go on a show and tear up a picture of somebody. The Rock? Yeah. <laughs> Come on this show and tear up a picture of me. <laughs> I'll give you one. The me Rock. with like a fat face covered in pimples, like going to smoke weed. Buddy. Little I, Lank. I mean, I can't believe we lost Sinead. Or Sinead, however you say it. I think it's Sinead. Okay. I mean, you will be missed. I actually heard she uh, had her period to death. Oh, is that what you heard? Mm -hmm. Was she at the Lilith Fair when this transpired? Yeah, she just it turned into like an ocean of blood, and it was sort of like The Shining going down the walls of the hotel room. Mm. And then she was dead. You were chasing her around with an axe in classic Shining fashion. Ank murdered Sinead O'Connor. This is a reveal. I did, yeah. Monty and I were at the Shining Hotel with Monty's lovely wife a few months ago in the wow. fall. Yeah, that's so Fun dope. fact, uh, they filmed Dumb and Dumber there, too. It's called the Stanley Hotel. Cripes. <laughs> hey, Harry, old buddy, old pal. She touched my leg. Okay, kill him. What do we think about the fact that aliens exist and everybody's already over it after like a day? I love it. I, I, the fact that aliens didn't land in terms of getting people excited. What mm. I want to know is what was this a false flag for? What are they distracting us with, with alien information? And what did they fail on? Like, is there another Sandy Hook coming? Ooh, I mean, that's a cool question to ask. I, uh, I should think such things. I got my head in the sand. I'm not looking for conspiracies like I should be. I think almost everything around us is a lie. Oh. What do you think about that? I think we should restart the X-Files. Can I be Scully? You can. Nice tuck job, little <laughs> skirt. Hell yeah. Bob, like redheaded Bob. I Maybe. am Mulder. 
Sam, could you go ahead, Sam, you're listening. Sam works with David Duchovny and has a personal connection with him. Mm. Would be great if you could tee him up for a call with us and we can discuss our terms for the reboot of the X-Files featuring just us. Yes. We just need him to sign off respectfully. Yeah, and I'm going to be playing him. He's He'll sign off. He's, he's oh, going to yeah, love naturally. it. Naturally. But yeah, they got a guy in a courtroom like testifying that they got... They describe it as non-human biologics, like pilots of these UFOs that they have somewhere, presumably. What does that even mean, biologic? Like they're saying they got aliens in that they captured or like they crashed somewhere on Earth. I feel like no one but COD cares. I mean, I care in a... F- I still don't believe it fully. Mm. It is just like people saying this. We're just taking... their. But there's also a lot of footage and just... More talk of it in general as of late. But I want to be in this courtroom asking, like, like what kind of aliens are they? Are they, like, the War of the Worlds 2005 aliens? Are they Independence Day aliens? Are they men in black aliens? Like, the one in that guy's head who's, like, a little guy who's operating everything with gears? That would be cool if aliens like that existed. Do you remember when we saw M.I.? B3 in the theaters in Hanover in that lean matinee? I do. I thought MIB3 was decent. Did we? I don't remember. Two's the bad one? Two's very bad. Okay. Two's like a tragedy of a sequel. What about the fourth one? How did you feel about that one? Also a tragedy That's with of a women, sequel. right? No, that's with the guy who plays Thor and Tessa Thompson. Yeah. Tessa Thompson and um, Luke Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. They were like, everyone loved them in Thor 3. This, this can't miss. It was maybe the biggest miss. Huge miss. Of all time. But yeah, I want to meet these aliens. I want to know if they like bits, if they're like having a goo. If any aliens listen to the show, come on down to the chill zone. We'll interview you. We'll watch Turkey. Mm. The whole thing. I was going to make a joke about like someone who I know is listening being an alien and I couldn't even put it together. Like, is it funny if Monty's an alien, like from the planet leg? Like, just (laughs) I'm not funny today. So I apologize in advance. All right. Whenever I say I don't want a guest, these are the episodes where a guest would be beneficial. Uh-huh. And we're not like giving ourselves, I'm giving my, like use the expression earlier, if you give somebody enough rope to hang themselves or whatever that is, like I'm, I'm doing that as we speak. That's right. Um, Did you see the, the news about Suits? <laughs> yeah, not, a, not a bit. <laughs> yeah, like everyone on earth is watching Suits in this moment. How did that happen? Just because they put it on Netflix instead of Peacock or wherever it was before? I guess that's all it takes. And for them to put it in the top 10, I guess everyone, if you, and also if they put it on the homepage, most people who open Netflix, they just press play on whatever's in front of their face. Just the immediate <laughs> right in front of their face and that's it. People just like staring down like, oh yeah, I guess I'll watch eight full seasons of this USA drama from 10 years ago. This will be my life now. I watched a good portion of it last year. It's kind of good, but they... Midway through the, I don't even remember which season, it hits like a lull where they get one case and they stick to it for basically two seasons. And the whole point of the show was that it was fun, almost law and order kind of. There were some stories that carried over, but a lot of it was new stuff, new case, new characters, and they worked it in. This They, they got stuck on one case and I lost interest like fast. Mm. It's, yeah, like who could be bothered? Also... What is that noise? I don't know. I'm going to check on it. Okay. Sounds like the house is burning down. 
And in new classic news, they've released the first look at Chris Pine's directorial debut, Pool Man. Okay. When it centers on a pool cleaner, played by Pine, who becomes an amateur sleuth after he discovers an elaborate plot to rob Los Angeles of its water. That sounds great. He's looking like he's in beach bum type mode. That was my thoughts too, yeah. I mean, this sounds right. I love Chris Pine. I think that he's one of those guys that had a couple of big ones and movies that should have been big ones and or thought they were going to be big ones rather. And he's never quite taken off. Some might argue that like Dungeons and Dragons recently was a mm. success, I guess, and that the Fun star movie. the original Star Trek movie that he did, I think did okay, the JJ Abrams one. I think they all did good, but people only really liked the first one. The other two were kind of mm, I don't right. really remember. I saw the first in the theaters, I can't remember one minute of it. It's I do, Hell or High Water is one of my favorite movies. He's a pro though. He, yeah, he can do like weird indies or like a crowd pleasing blockbuster yes. playing like the Shatner role in the Star Treks. He's good. Yeah. I'm glad to see he's doing some directorial work. Don't worry, Darling was a huge bomb, but Yes, it was. That's not his fault. Oh, he was in that? He was. You saw that? I did. Theaters. I never watched that. With my mom. The uncomfortable sex scenes. It was it was great. Incredible. Yeah. You didn't just... make us un- uncomfortable at all. <laughs> Not even a little bit. You know what makes me really uncomfortable is two things. Ariana Grande's ugly new boyfriend. <laughs> he is him. a little freak. And the fact that uh, Kylie Jenner has fake boobs. Wow. Those are the two top stories. The movies. I love that she came out and said she never had plastic surgery. I believed her. (laughs) You believed her? Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe she didn't, but... She definitely had tons. Certainly seems like she might have had something that could be called a a, a facial operation at some point along the line. (laughs) Pride, lust. The Jenna family, they need to pay. (laughs) I was trying to do like a detective. How about Kevin Spacey getting acquitted again? Speaking of him. (laughs) Again. Kevin Spacey, uh, not guilty on all charges. I love the headlines make it seem like, yep, he's he's clear of everything when it was just like the things in this particular case. Yeah, they have a few other things probably in the hopper to throw at him. And people don't talk about this a lot. He had several people that accused him who then died suddenly of mysterious circumstances. We're talking like five plus people. Mm. Why aren't people talking about this? He like had people murdered as his character from House of Cards. Pretty much anybody that's connected to that level of Hollywood for that length of time, I think has some insidious people involved in their life. And he's a guy who was in the Epstein flight logs, I'm sure, allegedly. Mm. And I don't know. To me, it, it seems impossible for him not to have some sort of foul play given everything that's going his way lately. When you say he has insidious people in his life, I'm picturing Patrick Wilson and that like scary voodoo guy from that movie, just like hanging out with him, having the cast a of Treme. Exactly. But yeah, Kevin, uh, you're not guilty of everything. You're back. We can't wait for American Beauty two, or whatever you're working on, getting ready to. I feel like he with. and Mel Gibson should team up. <laughs> I think they they'd have a good shot at it. I mean, have they ever been in something? I could see them. Not that I can it. think of. You want to do reviews, or do you have more news? Um, I think that's basically it, news-wise. Here we go. Off to the review corner. 
What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm going to do one last check to see if the Saw X trailer came out. <laughs> Just for the diary. Digging that up. That's uh, that's the real review that we want to cover. Mm. Yes, welcome to the corner. Fuck, it's still not out. Um, Folks, this week we did not see Barbie. We did not see Oppenheimer. We'll be talking about both next week on the program with one, potentially two very special guests. Wow. It's time to get excited. And I'm not going to, I'm not giving anything away also because the one is actually like a, a very surprise, surprise, surprise guest that mm. I did not expect to come through. And if it doesn't come through, I don't want to get the turkey heads hopes up, mm. but we're doing that anyway, but even still it's anonymous. So we can always just surprise you with, um, I don't know, Lil Ank or one of those other things inside my head, but we have a legit superstar coming on potentially. Hmm. And and let's start off our reviews with the big new Apple Plus Ridge. I have no notes on this. The Beanie Bubble. I'm going to queue up a little summary real quick. This movie stars Zach Galifianakis, who does not have a beard for maybe the first time in history. Mm. He looked very strange without a beard. He did, yeah. But I, was, I didn't I didn't clock that it was him immediately. It took me a minute. It helped me believe him as this character because he looks so different. He looks like the guy, yeah. actually. If you saw cuz I watched a documentary about this about 6 months ago and oh, I can't remember the name of it. I got to look it up. Go ahead though. Sorry. No, it's all right. This was way better than I thought it was going to be. Mm. This is another in the this new genre of movie like Air or Blackberry where they like tell the true story of a company's rise and fall or them making a certain thing. This is about Beanie Babies, Ty Warner, who was uh, a frustrated toy salesman until his collaboration with three women grew his idea into the biggest toy craze in history. Mm. Ank, were you a Beanie Baby boy? I wasn't. Actually, and I admit it, if I were, I was a troll doll boy. I had um, I had an American Girl doll named Older Girl. And older when you girl. turned her like key in the back, she would, nope, this isn't bailing out. <laughs> Baby, <laughs> I've been giving up. Baby, that's a big give up. But this, no, I was not. I remember having at least one. Mm. I remember when Beanie Baby, they were like a phenomenon. Oh, yeah. Like people say, it's it was something that was just like everywhere. Everyone was talking about it. They were little plush stuffed, what have yous. This movie did a pretty good job of, you know, showing the behind the scenes. Do you know what, uh, such a what's thing? Ty's last name? Ty? Warner. Warner. What do you know, or what do you think his net worth is today? Mm. Take a guess. Two mil? Six billion. Six bill? Yes. He's back on top? I don't think he ever left. The Seems movie like ended. A, a scumbag businessman. It had one of those can hardly wait, like they show you what happened to the guy with a freeze frame and text, and they made it seem like he didn't end up okay but yeah they did that's out. a fun little hollywood liberty if mm. you google him his net worth is six billion dollars he yes, i think he bilked people out of money he hid money in swiss bank accounts that got him audited and put in jail for a little while which i think made him a tax evading felon that being said that doesn't matter at all he's still rich as fuck so yeah. this is one of those true stories like true story in quotes mm. where it's like they you know take massive liberties to make it fun and entertaining yeah they, and the narrative of him being 
a billionaire six times over at the end would not really send the same message as this. Mm. But I thought he was good. You got Elizabeth Banks. Visionary director Elizabeth Banks. Yes, yes. In a, a major role, I thought she was great. Hadn't seen her in something in a while. I'm a fan of hers. I think she's good in front of the camera. Behind the camera, it's a whole Cocaine Bear was decent. Was it, though? That was her, right? It was. Yeah. It's one of her more visionary pictures. Yes. Well, she has that and Pitch Perfect. Two. Two. Just two. And she also did the Charlie's Angels reboot with Kristen Stewart that no one on earth besides me ever even thought about seeing. No, nobody watched that mm-hmm. at all. Did you see it in the theater? No. Okay. I'm not that sick. But yeah, she was good. That um, I wish I knew her name. The younger assistant. She was the only one I was rooting for the whole time. I thought she was great. Yeah, she was very good, the actress. I- I'm going to look her up. Go She's ahead. on that Netflix show, Never Have I Ever, I think. She's a real scene stealer. I, Her uh, name is... Never Have I Ever is a show for teenage girls that I watched every episode I'm going to butcher this. Geraldine Viswanathan. That sounds about right. And then Sarah Snook from Succession mm. and a bunch of other people that I thought I might recognize. But Sarah Snook, to me, outside of Succession, I shut off that Run, Rabbit, Run movie. I don't think I even finished more than five minutes of it. Yeah, I didn't love that either. I, I don't know. I got to see her in more stuff, I think, in order to make my call on whether or not I'm in or out on her. I like her, but I kind of just see her as... Shiv. Yeah. You're just waiting for her to be diabolical? That's a problem with someone who plays a memorable character for a long period of time. It's just like, I just see you as that person now. I can't shake it. Mm-hmm. You're too good as Shiv. Oh, yeah. It's like Brian Cranston. I'm breaking when he does stuff now. I'm just like, ah, this is just Walt pretending to be. Oddly enough, that was my first thought too. Mm. Well, actually, I thought Bob Odenkirk, but same same ballpark. This is like an unfair thing to say, but it's just I can't help but do it when you've watched someone play one character for so long. Well, we did a Breaking Bad rewatch and then watched Better Call Saul. So Bob Odenkirk for me is locked in as Saul Goodman in my brain until I'm dead. I see him as FF Woody Cook. <laughs> From that Mr. Show sketch. It breaks. <laughs> and it bribles. Um, yeah, right, Galifianakis so was good. What'd you give this on Letterboxd? I forgot to log it. I've been bad about that lately, but this is like a th- this is like a meaty three out of five. Like, I gave it a hearty two and a half. This seems like a U two and a half. A two and a half is good for me, though. No? No, it's fine. I feel like it's all right. But yeah, I like how these movies... They take a story everyone kind of remembers, and then they like make up a competent story around it. Then they're like, this is a movie. Mm. And it's like, here, this is based on a true story. This is good enough. And at this moment in time, it's like, I'll take it. Right. As this is probably one of the last few things in the hopper before we get boned, which yeah. is why I've been grasping at straws trying to get into anything else. I don't know if you have more on the Beanie Baby movie, but no, I tried to watch Steven, Steven Soderbergh's Full Circle. Yes, which is new, on HBO Max. His new Max series. We call it Max. Uh, fucking here. so stupid. I yes. hate rebranding. Let's rebrand this show to two dudes shitting around. <laughs> That's a spoiler. I spoiler. I did not try to watch this, but I'm I think I'm more of a Soderbergh guy than you. And I probably I liked Oceans 11, 12, and 13. And I like Traffic. Traffic's okay. And that might be it. He's, he's Give me something else. else. I know, I'm trying to... Th- now What's I'm that? like, am I a Soderbergh guy? 
the Brendan Fraser movie, like The Whale 2 or whatever it was called. Oh, yeah, that No Sudden Move. There I didn't is. love that. I Cod mean, did. He did Magic Mike's Last Dance recently. Oof. He's at least an interesting filmmaker. I thought it was interesting. <laughs> Aaron Brockovich. I enjoyed Behind the Candelabra. Candelabra. Yes, you enjoyed the Michael Douglas, Matt Damon sex scene? I did, yeah. Mm. I wish he entered him for real. Yeah. Um, I'm looking through his stuff now. There's there's some duds in here. A lot of them are producers, though. He produces a bunch. He's What's the new show, though? I saw that he's got Zazie Beats in that cast and, like, Shea Wiggum, some other cool sidecars. What's the show about? I honestly have no idea. Mm. I'll read the synopsis for those that are interested. I have it right here, but I could not get... And I love Timothy Oliphant, too. An investigation into a botched kidnapping uncovers long-held secrets connecting multiple characters and cultures in present-day New York City. So, And it's nice and yellow, like he likes so much, and it's just classic Steven Soderbergh just molding all the... or melding all the different plot lines together and interweaving characters Hmm. way too fast for my fucking brain to keep up with. Does it have like a handheld uh, digital look to it? That's like his new thing. Not exactly. Oh, really? Maybe I don't know. I don't. I, like I said, I barely watch this shit, okay. and I haven't heard anybody else talk about it. I also barely watched the new Justified reboot with Timothy Oliphant as well. Yeah. Did I, you try that? I did. I happened to watch the better part of the first episode. I never watched the original, and like wasn't loving everything going on. But it did have a moment that I thought was cool as hell, where. He like throws a bullet at some guy and then very cool like he's like, next one's coming at you faster. Implying he's going to shoot it out of a gun at him. I was like, fuck, that was kind of cool. That's cool guy stuff. Yeah. yeah. I was like, is this fucking dope as fuck? Am I a justified guy? But I don't know. I don't think I'm going to watch the whole thing. I don't have it in me, no. How did how did it grab you? Did you watch the whole app? I really wanted to like it because he's just a cool dude and I like a lot of the stuff that he's done. And I just think he's like a fun, humble guy. Like he jokes about the fact that he turned down um, something big, like Breaking Bad or I can't even remember what it was. Oh, he was- Fast and Furious. Yeah. He was supposed to be Dom's car- um, Vin, Vin Diesel's yeah. character. Imagine that. It'd be a lot better. No we would, offense. We would not be at Fast X at this point. That's a, I think something- it would have just made the one. And it would have been a movie about cars and it wouldn't have branched off into this insane elaborate plot line that mm. is what it is today for Fast t- Fast 11, your seatbelts. It's a sliding doors moment. Who knows what, Kinda. We, what world we'd be living in. Recasting stuff, like when the rewatchables do recasting couch, to me is just crazy. I love that. It's like, awesome. It like shuts my brain down. I try to like imagine it. I'm like, what? It's like, fuck. Like uh, Ryan Gosling in Prisoners? Mm. Would have worked great. That's a good one, actually. You yeah. could kind of flop them in a few things. That's an easy one. Certain ones, when it's someone in like an iconic role, and you're like, whoa, it was almost this guy? You're like, what the fuck? I heard somebody bombed or botched the audition for Avatar or something. It was supposed to go. They Maybe they passed on. Maybe Matt Damon, yes. I want to say. Matt Damon was offered the lead role in Avatar, but didn't want to surrender like seven and a half years to film it or whatever. That's when you know you're like the coolest dude. They offered him like 10% of the box office, which ended up being like like two like like two bill or something what crazy. What would have tanked his career? I mean, it would it would have just occupied too much of his time. It would have like Right? Can you imagine just shaving 2010 to 2020 off of his career? Every movie he's made in there? I'm not going to list them, but I mean, we would have no we bought a zoo. 
<laughs> would have been a huge problem for me there. Where would we be if we didn't buy that zoo? Where would we be about without the informant? <sighs> Might be better off. I actually didn't hate the informant. And that's a Steven Soderbergh movie. Wow. Bringing it all back. It's all connected. Um, the thing I really watched this week, two, two things besides the Beanie movie. I watched the movie Sleepers. Have you seen that in a while? I've never seen it. Never that. seen it. I it's saw good. that on your iTunes when I was leafing around that you bought it, and I was thinking, I should watch Sleepers. You should watch Sleepers. We'll talk about it after you watch it. It's good. Isn't it about some older boys? It's about some older boys <laughs> and young Ank, and they're all on a camping trip, and they f- mm. they force his pants off, and they make him dock with each one of them to Fuck. like touch penises, and he doesn't know whether to enjoy it or to hate it, and he's in tears the next day. That's the whole movie. Wow. Spoiler and alert. Coincidentally, his name is Ryan as well. Damn. This sounds like a little cherub. (laughs) Ready to just stun himself sexually forever. (laughs) Stunt. Um, So that's Sleepers. And then we watched the entirety of the first eight episodes. Maybe it's a miniseries and that's the end, but it was abrupt as fuck the way they ended it. Was that um, based on a true story with Chris Messina that I alluded to earlier when we were talking Peacock Mm. stuff? I've heard that's good. And speaking of Peacock, I haven't seen it yet, but there's a new Twisted Metal show based on the old PlayStation video game that features friend of the show, Mike Mitchell from Doughboys. He is a friend of the show. I was under the impression we were going to be doing the entire run of Twisted Metal on the show together, live. Oh, watching it? The entirety? With friend of the show as well, Anthony Mackie. Do you remember when we put friend of the show in the obits? I think I'm going to put it back in. Okay. I just said it twice in the same sentence. Yeah, it is a bit of a crutch. Mm. (laughs) But it happens. It's funny, but it's a crutch. Yeah. I, Anthony Mackie's probably on the set of that new Captain America, like being bored by Harrison Ford, wishing that he was on the pod in the chill zone. I forgot that Harrison Ford was doing the new one, and that's funny. Yeah, yeah. But I watched Transformers Rise of the Beasts, the most recent film from that never-ending series that they just won't stop. Was it good? Trying with. Was it good? Let me think about that. Real question, no bit here. Was it good? No. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. It was not. (laughs) This was the first one made or not directed by Michael Bay, which is notable because they made five of them. Oh, he directed all the other ones? Yes. And this one, like, it looks like he made it. This guy doesn't have like a new take. His take was make it look like the Michael Bay movies to the point where other people wouldn't notice that this was a new director. I don't know. This movie like huh. just did nothing for me. Pete Davidson fucking voices a robot named Laser or something. I more than just a cameo. He's he's a prominent robot. He like <sighs> saves the day at the end. He's like, hey dude, fucking, I'm I'm gonna transform into this fucking. I just got a stomach ache. I'm not even <laughs> <He's>... kidding. <laughs> And my, I felt like my asshole drop out of my body. And the whole thing in this one is like Rise of the Beast. They have these uh, like animal robots that I guess were toys back in the day with Transformers <laughs> on the old show. They, they made such a big deal. I was like, is this supposed to be cool? Like they have robots that look like a gorilla and a fucking rhino. I don't know what any movie is even trying for anymore. I watch stuff and I'm just like, what? Like, what is this? Is this a fucking joke? Yeah. Ugh, God damn. It's fucked up. And also... So you're saying I should watch it immediately after you leave today? Yeah, Get you it should in. probably check it out. It, it did have like one or two cool action scenes, all bits aside. And it does uh, allude to there being a Transformers G.I. Joe team-up movie. 
which is just dumb enough to work. Starring like Channing Tatum and I don't, I don't even know who else is in G.I. Joe. I never actually watched that. I think it would be like a new take. I don't even know. They've tried, they've tried with all of these franchises so much. They'll be like, now that the Barbie movie was a success, that means we can make five more G.I. Joes. People want toy movies. Okay, make G.I. Joe versus Transformers. Get that into theaters real quick. Fucking race through that this CGI. This is a real meeting happening on Earth right now. <laughs> I'm like, okay, go, 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 go. We don't have time to make it look good. Just go, 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 go. Do it. The turkey Ugh. boys won't even notice how shitty it is. Go, go, go. But, uh, yeah. This uh, is a movie. It's on Paramount+. Plus. If you got that, throw it on. And uh, question if you still like movies or not. Also, uh, that how-to with John Wilson, season three, final season, just started on HBO Max. First episode was very funny. I don't know if you watched this program. No, I shut it. I had a feeling you might be out on it. No, it's like that quirky kind of like Nathan for you humor that yes. doesn't quite land for me. Joe, it's he's a, like a Joe Parra guy, right? Yes. Yeah. He's got a kind of annoying voice. I can get not being in on it, but it works for me. I, I find it very enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, whatever flavor of autism that I have, when I hear certain tonations in voice, monotone in particular, mm. I can't listen to a monotone voice. Mm. Without inflection, my brain just goes blank. Okay. So I think he has a monotone, if memory serves. The tone. The tone I can listen to, that's fun. How do you respond to the tone? <laughs> and, and what else have we been watching? Did you, you watch any, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, just there's this new horror movie in theaters called Talk To Me that people say is really dope. Are you thinking about seeing that at some point? I'll go see that. If we both see that, and Barb, we'll have Barbie under our belt and our potential mystery guest and mm. other mystery guest, two big guys coming in. We had a real hot, hot It's going to be a wild show. What if like the entire cast of Family Guy was here too? <laughs> hey, turkey boys. <laughs> What'd you watch this week? The new Beanie Baby movie on Apple Plus? <laughs> Fucking idiot assholes. <laughs> Fucking eat shit. Oh, uh, Peter, are you watching Lois. the Beanie Baby movie? Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, uh, hey, Peter, uh, uh, there's no beans in my legs. No, no, no. That's <laughs> uh, me, Brian. Uh, <laughs> oh, good. I, uh, I was thinking, here can I, I do it, Brian? Do I know how to do it? Well, you know, Joe. Uh, Peter. You're in. I got nothing. Peter. I'm giving up on everything tonight. I apologize in advance. At least the audio will sound good. Baby. The fans love a bit. Give up. I feel like they're funny. You just can't have more than one or two an episode. If you once you give up on a third, fourth, fifth bit, it's like, am I just a hack? <laughs> am I not on episode two hundred and twenty? Like you'd think I'd have it in in on wax by now or whatever the expression is. That sounds like a thing. I guess. You're fired. <laughs> Um, Twitter, they're still rebranding to X. That's fucked up. Hey, Twitter world. <laughs> Let me take this. Is that OJ Simpson call? Yeah, the thing about, um, the family guy, uh, yeah. th that's all I got. I don't know. Sorry if it's a little choppy. I've been jumping in and out with Are the, we back? We are, yeah. Oh, okay. You know. Hey, now. I didn't, yeah. I shut off yeah. the metronome because it keeps bleeding in. You can hear the goop. I sleep with a metronome, just like my character in Seven. Is that a real thing? Wait, I remember in Seven. I do now, yeah. Then he throws it. 
I kind of want to watch Seven today. It's a great movie. Good rainy day movie. Mm. I'm in. Good beautiful summer day movie. Oh, <laughs> Just yeah. watch a dark, grimy serial killer. There are seven deadly sins. <laughs> Hello. There are seven deadly sins on Enough the Podcast. I'm taking the Morgan... Friend of the show. <laughs> I'm taking the Morgan Freeman voice out of the old bits. It's fun again. It's back in. What are the seven deadly sins of Enough, though, bits aside? I'm going to say friend of the show... Burping on air. Um, uh, fuck, this is good. When I forget to put the intro music at the beginning of the show. Yep. Whenever but, I do an episode, master, Auto Master without Sam, that's the same category. No, forgetting the movies, that's the same. Us doing a reviews segment when we haven't watched any of the same movies except for one, Dud, and the two biggest movies of the year. We aren't talking about them yet, and we're going to be two weeks behind. That's in there. <laughs> Classic. Classic Us. Um, the Noise, when we first started, that boiler sound in my old apartment that would clink in the back of episodes. Folks, if you want to hear The Noise... Dig into any of our first 50 episodes and you'll hear it. The noise. The noise killed me. It was awful. I don't know. That was probably seven or at least close. Monty, count that for reference. We're going to have Kevin Spacey on next week. He's the (laughs) extra special guest we've been alluding to. Sorry to spoil it, but he will be here in the zone and it will be sick. Can we have Anthony Rapp in too? (laughs) Yes. Get those two crazy kids together. See if they're going to work on Road Trip 2. We can bring them in like separately, like from the left and right. Like, ah, look at this. I think Tom Green can reprise his role. Brecken Meyer needs the work, but I think just as a, as a goof, we'll give Kevin Spacey Brecken Meyer's role in Road Trip 2. What do you think? I'm ready to give this a green light today, now. In this moment. I feel like Brecken Meyer must have auditioned for several of the roles on Entourage and failed. What do you think? I love to imagine Brecken Meyer auditioning for the role of E. It's going <laughs> home. Do than that. Going home to his girlfriend, like, I think I got it. I think I'm I think I'm gonna be on Entourage. The movies. And then, you know, it didn't happen for him. Mm. He's had a crazy career, though, you know, Uh, Franklin and Bash. He did get to be Bash on Franklin and Bash, or potentially Franklin. I can't remember who's who. Is he Bash? How about you're Bash and I'm Franklin? What do you think? Random! Are we the new Franklin and Bash? Yeah, we're, um... (laughs) Let's put that on, like, a logo for the show. The new Franklin and Bash says Variety. I noticed Uncle to Uncle is making stickers that are quite funny, and I got a little jealous. I I feel like we need a sticker. Yeah, those were strong. I meant to send those to you if I didn't. I saw there's one in particular where it's like, finally, a podcast for men. That got me good. (laughs) Like, that's a great slogan. He's the best. Franklin, folks, listen to Uncle to Uncle and check him out at Night Openings on Instagram. He's he's one of the greats. Speaking of plugs, we got a big plug. Wow. Next Saturday, Nick's Comedy Stop, wow. 7 p.m. Wow. Scott is opening for friend of the show. Damn it, Dan Hall. Scotty's going to be up on <laughs> the big it, stage in the Toretto work shirt, mm. maybe, hopefully. I'm going to be in the front row signing autographs. <laughs> no, no. Um, in the front row signing autographs at your show. Um, and I think that it's going to be a really, really big, big thing for us. I'm really excited about it. This, to me, is like dipping the toe Getting to watch Scotty on stage is very exciting to mm. me. I'm, I've been really waiting for the right moment to swoop in. Mm. <laughs> and I'm also, I have my, my me and Rion were even talking about it, if the fantasy of if there were ever a heckler. 
and us being able to handle them. You in this fantasy, you're going to like try to make this happen. You need this to happen so Me bad. just like, what did you say, bro? Yeah. To some random guy who didn't say anything. I I'll, said nothing, man. I was yeah. laughing. <laughs> you like cobbling it together. I'm going to fucking suplex this guy. Just headbutting him in front of my family. Safe. I'm trying to get Big Ank to go. I think he's got stuff going on. Oh, kid. I know my mom is on the Cape because I'll be down there next weekend. Cape. Mm. No, it'll be fun. Or two weekends from now. It's Dan's big headlining show, Nick's Comedy Style. This is like a big deal. This is a place where like Bill Burr pops in. Ah, this is dude. like where like real people do shows. It's exciting. Is this it's, Dan's first headline gig? It is. That's a big deal. Yeah. This it's is exciting. like a... Yeah. It's going to be dope. And uh, you can get tickets through... I'll post a thing, but follow Puke Night Dan and click on the link in his bio. You can get tickets right from that. They're reasonably priced. $26 after fees. I bought five. So wow. if you can't get if you can't get one, you need another job. Yeah. Don't be poor. Come to the show, say something during someone's set, and Ank will kill you in front of a juicy, packed audience. It'll yeah, be no one is allowed to speak unless it's laughter or going ooh at times that you need it. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think, is that enough? I think that's I enough. I think it's enough. Like we said, I'm teasing it again. We got two big guests next week. One's a definite, one's a maybe. We'll see what happens. I think it's going to be a hot, hot show regardless. I feel low energy myself right now, but I think we did okay. Yeah, I had fun. Fans, let us know if you had fun and off the podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on everything. Ankfit.com is big. Please go there. I'm at Skip Seasoned on Twitter and Instagram and threads, most importantly. I've been threading. Have you like really? You wouldn't even believe. No. Have you made any threads? No. Is that what it's called? Make a thread? Maybe. I'm about to make a thread in my pants right now. Oh, huh? I don't know huh? if I like any of them anymore. Twitter's called X. We got threads. They're all stupid. Elon's been trying to make X happen for 25 years. Yeah. He wanted to call PayPal X. He's fucked up idiot. Flan sent me a postcard the other day. I only want to communicate through postcard. I thought that was really charming. New rule, just postcards, okay? Okay, folks. What about this, Obama? I sent you a postcard. New rule. Spoiler alert, Bill Maher will be on the show next week. Folks, that's enough. Wow. Have a good one, man. Bye.